This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 17 of the War Vessel Radio podcast. I'm back in the studio slash room with my sister Emma. Hello. And we are going to be diving back into Psalm 37 and talking about uh, some more things that stood up to, stood out to us. And this is going to be the second to last episode of we've, as we've been talking about mm-hmm. it. And so we're excited to, to get talking about this. But first, we've chosen to, as part of our icebreaker thing of a job that we do, um, <laughs> We've, we've decided to do some quotes that have been on our hearts or minds or something we've been dwelling on recently. Uh, and for me, I guess starting out, I stumbled across this quote as I was reading a Warrior Poet Society blog post. Um, and they were talking about St. Patrick as we just recently went through this time of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and this was, and this quote came from a prayer poem that he had, I guess, on his his breastplate that he wore as a as a Roman Christian, um, and it, it's connected with his missionary journeys. It says, and it says, uh, so this is the quote. It is, if I can get to it, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ within me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ at my right, Christ at my left. Christ in the fort, Christ in the chariot seat, Christ in the mighty stern. And I guess what I really liked about that is it just sums up everywhere Christ should be in my life. And that no matter how I turn or where I'm at or where my position is in life, Christ should be at the head. Christ should be at the forefront of wherever I'm at. If I turn Mm -hmm. around, there should be Christ. If I'm moving forward, Christ should be leading um, if I look within, Christ should be within. If I look without, Christ should be without. And so that was inspiring to me as I as I read that. Emma, what do you have for your quote that you want to share? So I have a Charles Spurgeon quote, and it is, God is too good to be unkind, and he is too wise to be mistaken. And when we cannot trace his hand, we must trust his heart. Um, and I... I can't remember where I saw this, um, but I think it goes along really well with what we've been talking about and what we're going to be talking about today. And I think something that is important to point out in this is when it says that we must trust his heart, it's not like you can't think about it in terms of our hearts. Our hearts are deceitful above all things, but thinking of his heart his nature and his character is completely trustworthy um, and that we know that he is true. And so we can trust that even when things don't quite look the way that we think that they should, that we can trust his heart for us. So yeah, I really liked it. That's really good. And while you're on a roll, do you just want to kick us off with what's been on your heart for Psalm 37 this week? Sure. What we're going to talk so, about. So, Yeah. Um, 
So this episode is, I can't remember now if you've actually said what this episode is, but it is going to be the blameless heart. Um, and we're going to be in verse 37 of Psalm 37 today. Um, and we're going to jump back and forth a little bit, but that verse is mark the blameless man and observe the upright for the future of that man is peace. Um, and I really wanted to talk about um, the blameless heart aspect of the righteous. I think that it's a really important piece of this whole thing that we've been talking about in the characteristics of the righteous one's heart. Um, and so I, was, I wasn't sure exactly how I w- wanted to go about talking about this or what exactly it was going to look like because it's kind of broad. Um, but I really wanted to talk about how our hearts are blameless, not in and of our own selves. Uh, I was praying through this and thinking about this passage and thinking, like, who am I to even be talking about this? Because I, I'm not blameless. I have things that are not pure and not what I want them to be, and so I was feeling a little bit insecure in talking about this, but I was just praying through it and realizing that this is not about me, but my purity, my blamelessness is of Jesus, Mm. and kind of what Jacob was just talking about with that quote in the whole, it gave me this picture of like stepping into Jesus. We, it's not Jesus standing next to us and us standing next to him and somehow he is, I don't know. Like, it's not like that. We are stepping into Christ. He is around us, covering us and Jesus is our covering. And so that is how we are blameless is in and through Jesus Christ. And in and through desiring to, you know, be in his word and, um, and being intentional and pressing into him and choosing to surrender and humble ourselves. And so I kind of wanted to just talk about that a little bit more, um, in depth with this episode in the whole idea of blameless, Mm-hmm. I don't know if, that is, if I'm making up a word now, but, um, and so just that whole idea of our purity, our blamelessness, it comes from Jesus. It comes from us being 100% invested in him. And yes, we're going to stumble and yes, we're going to have parts of us that are not complete and that are not finished. But this is a whole um, redemptive and restorative process that God has created for us through Jesus. And so the idea of our wholeness comes from Jesus. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the final episode. But Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Jake, do you want to come in with some of your ideas and help flesh this out? Yeah, first of all, what you said about 
I think that this verse does apply to Jesus really well. And like you said, it seems that at the end of my day, I do not, mm. like I read this, I'm like, I am not the blameless man. <laughs> do not mark anything I'm doing and do not observe me. Right, yes. <laughs> you will not find anything noteworthy and apparently my future will not be peace. Mm-hmm. But that's me looking at myself. Right. And not what I do with all the all the unblamelessness I've gathered mm-hmm. throughout the day and all the sin I've built up is do I turn that over to Christ? Do I say, Lord, I need further sanctification. I need to let go of all this baggage that I've been mm-hmm. carrying through the day and everything that I have created in and of myself, and I need to return to your heart so that in your spirit I become blameless once more and actually walk in dwell in that blamelessness of Mm -hmm. Christ and that anyone who's following hard after Christ you can see the peace of Christ follow them even if they're not in their daily life perfectly blameless because I don't know what you but I haven't met a Christian that's perfectly blameless but I have met Christians who love the Lord Mm -hmm. and have made their life's pursuit an abiding relationship with Jesus and there is definitely a profound sense of of peace yes. that c- comes with them. Mm-hmm. And even, I think one thing that stood out for me as I was reading this is going to that future, the future of that man is peace. You know, sometimes our lives, our futures, it's not necessarily this present earth that yeah. our future is going to be peace. It mm-hmm. might not be very peaceful for the rest of our lives right. or or what have you. But our hope is in a future in Christ and an abiding spiritual relationship mm-hmm. with him in the everlasting one day. Right. And that is going to be perpetual peace for on, on and on and even beyond what we think of as peace. Um, and so that's something that I just take hope in. And, you know, I go back to last week in comparing the, uh, this, this entire uh, chapter is a contrast between evil and righteousness or wicked and righteousness and the end result is those who desire and dwell in the earthly fleshly side of things it seems for a time that they are prospering Mm -hmm. but that's because they are living in the mode of this earth those who choose to live in the earth will probably prosper because they're pursuing a life of the earth and while we live on the earth that's the life we have to endure. A Christian who chooses to follow Christ says, you know, Jesus has told me to cast off mm-hmm. this life of the earth and to live for spiritual things. And those things, they're here and present in Christ, but they're also things we're still living for and our hope right. and our treasure is yet to come. So it's it's hard to walk in that future, but that is the future our future perspective. So the will, well, the wicked prosper in temporariness, the righteous flourish in a future right. hope of Christ. Mm-hmm. And even now we should be flourishing. Right. <laughs> and the promise that yes, our flourishment should come from the promise that we will be have peace. And so altogether we will have the peace of Christ now. But right. um, so that, that was exciting to me. Uh, I think one of the things that, I kind of kept going back to even today as I was reading through this once more 
uh, something that stood out to me that hasn't in the past is a connection between verses 23 and 24 and 30 and 31. Mm. And that is, in 23, it talks about the steps of a good man. And then in 31, still talking about the righteous, it says the law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. And you see that the word steps is used again. And so I was just kind of comparing and contrasting those two uh, passages, especially since verse 31 says, none of his steps shall slide. And then uh, it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And that word ordered, as I was looking that up, it it means the Lord has prepared the steps. He has securely determined the Mm. steps of a good man. Um, And it says God delights in this man's way. And in verse 24, this is interesting. It says, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And so as I was thinking about this, it it seems like there's a contradiction here. It says Mm -hmm. his steps shall not slide, but it seems that there is almost a guarantee that he will fall at some point in time. But the promise is the Lord upholds him. And the picture that just came to mind was, it's a relatively simple, actually I had two, but the first one that came to mind um, was if I was walking down a path or if a man was walking down a path and he's, you know, his steps are following after Christ, mm-hmm. but then there's hole, there's this hole in the middle of the path. Right. And the hole isn't necessarily something that has to do with his sin necessarily, but it's there put by God. And I imagine that in the shape of God's hand, like that's, it's mm. a hole that's in the shape of God's hand that we get to, it's almost like a leap of faith. We're just walking, we fall into God's hand and he raises us back up and keeps us. Mm -hmm. And we need those moments of kind of like a trust fall into Jesus to keep us Mm -hmm. aware of the promises of God. That was, you know, I don't know if that's a perfect illustration of what this is talking about, but for some reason that, (laughs) another variation I looked at it and I kind of moved away from it, but I still liked it is, in order for me, if I'm going up some stairs or something, it's like there's a stair in the shape of God's hand missing, and I can't journey any further in this life unless I trust the right. falling process so Christ can uphold me to the next step. Hmm. And then uh, another one that I actually, <laughs> yeah, I have a couple, <laughs> but the Lord is speaking to me, so I was, I was enjoying it. It was something that was giving me yeah. a little hope and faith uh, and some things mm-hmm. I was going through, but... The next one, I was just, and I think this is an example I've heard somebody use, but to me it was kind of new as I was thinking about it, um, was just a little kid in a swimming pool, and that first, with his father in the pool, and that first jump Hmm. into the father's arms, if you've ever watched a little kid at a pool who's kind of learning to swim for the first time, it's almost like they're timid, Mm -hmm. but they trust their father. Sometimes there's a lot of laughing and giggling and it's kind of yeah. like running up to the edge and they're like, well, right. can't go yep. that. <laughs> but eventually there's this little jump. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is that trust is built up in the father mm-hmm. and there's this giddiness. It's like, oh, I get to jump again and yeah. I get to jump again and I get to there's jump no again. Hesitation. And so whatever the falling is, there's a joy accompanied with it. Um, and that was, I don't know, that was something that I was enjoying yeah. thinking on today um oh and also that word hand it talks about in 24 is 
it's yad in Hebrew, and it literally means hand, but the second is strength or power. Hmm. And so you could read that, for the Lord upholds the righteous man with his strength and power, hmm. or, or power. Um, so yeah, that was some stuff that stood out to me. What, yeah. Anything else on your heart, Emma? Well, I love those pictures that you just painted for us, and I think for those of us who understand more visual word pictures that that was really helpful um and i i really liked all of them i feel like they have different um applications but i think kind of what you were getting at is this whole idea of um there's a difference in the direction that you fall you can Mm -hmm. fall backward or you can fall forward and if you fall forward you're still progressing you're still falling on Jesus and kind of that idea of that hand that is holding us up even when we fall because we can't expect to be perfect our perfection comes in and through Jesus which means that we're going to be imperfect we're going to make mistakes and have weaknesses that we can only overcome in and through Jesus. And so I really mm-hmm. liked that picture. And then I loved the um, the idea of the little child with their parent because I can totally put myself in that place of the hesitation and the fear of I don't know what's going to happen when I jump into this pool. and But then knowing that when you jump and you're caught and that, yeah, you're falling into the pool, but you're being caught up. Mm -hmm. And then, like, going back, running around over and over again, and by the 10th time that you've jumped into that pool, there's zero hesitation. You know, and you're exhilarated and excited and Mm -hmm. anticipating the fact that you're going to be able to jump off into the deep end and be caught. And so I really loved that because I feel like it um, it really portrays what this is talking about this idea of we get to I mean it's not falling it's choosing to Mm -hmm. be in Christ it's choosing to intentionally choosing to be in him but I also really liked what you talked about in the future of that man is peace and I think that that can apply to what you were saying with peace it might not necessarily be in our physical situation here on earth it may be in the future when we are with Jesus and we have perfect peace with him but I think it can also be um, played out in emotional peace of we get to rest in Jesus we get to have this peace in knowing that yes we are imperfect and we are failing Mm -hmm. but we can rest in not have any anxiety towards what we feel like are our failures um but we can have peace and know that jesus is our um our perfect wholeness Mm -hmm. and so we don't have to have any sort of anxiety or fear we can be in perfect peace knowing that we're whole in him Mm -hmm. one thing i wanted to 
point out, that was really good, by the way, um, <laughs> is in verse 30 and 31, jumping back a little bit mm-hmm. again, is how or why the righteous man steps to not sign. This goes back to Jesus being the all-in-all reason and mm-hmm. the only reason that our lives could be marked as blameless is because of Christ. And so I'll just read this. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom, and his tongue talks of justice. The law of God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. And it it makes this distinction. The law of God is in his heart. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just going to read that as Jesus is in his heart. You know, mm-hmm. the, the things of Christ are taking up his heart. And that yes. is how his mouth speaks wisdom and his tongue talks of justice because... His life is filled, and the stu- the substance of his life is that of Christ. Mm-hmm. And there's so much in this chapter. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> we're skipping 32 to 36, um, and just kind of going through to 37 and 38. But it talks about waiting on the Lord and keeping, mm-hmm. you know, keep His way, and He shall exalt you. And even though the wicked are in great power and they're spreading themselves like a, a native green tree, they pass away. And that's just a summarized version of yeah. those verses. But the the point being that he or her who has Jesus, mm-hmm. there is no passing away for that person. Yes. Their steps will not fade away. Mm-hmm. They won't they won't slide. They are firmly planted upon the rock of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um and even molded in the rock of Jesus Christ. Yes. So yeah, I think that's a great place to end. So Thank you all for listening this week to this episode. I hope you were encouraged. It definitely did a great encouragement for my heart as I studied this and just prepared with uh, Emma to go through this podcast. So and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. God bless. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.